Hi, I'm Shane Twist and welcome to Behind the Beef, a podcast that gives you a look behind the scenes and into the everyday activities of the people behind the beef. In today's episode, we will be delving into some of the tools available to Angus producers around Australia. Commercial Angus breeders wishing to utilise genomics to help inform the selection of Angus replacement females can now access Generation 2 of Angus Heifer Select. Angus Heifer Select is a genomic selection tool to help inform the selection of Angus replacement females 87.5% Angus content or greater in a commercial beef breeding operation. The development of the new generation of Angus Heifer Select is the result of 18 months work of Angus Australia and collaborating partner CSIRO, Australia's National Science Agency. Generation 2 includes several enhancements to the selection tool, including new genetic prediction traits, updated overall values and the inclusion of the newest development at Angus Australia, Angus Breed Check. First up today, we will have a comprehensive introduction to Angus Heifer Select Generation 2, given by Angus Australia General Manager, Genetic Improvement, Christian Duff. Let's jump in now. My name's Christian Duff. I'm General Manager for Genetic Improvement here at Angus Australia, and we're really excited to advise and launch the second generation of Angus Heifer Select. It's based on 18 months strong collaboration with our R&D partner, CSIRO, who's Australia's National Science Agency. So what is Angus Heifer Select, to reiterate? It's an advanced genomic-based selection tool for heifers. It's designed for producers wanting to really ramp up their selection and production gains from genetics, uh, focusing on their heifers and it essentially adds precision to the selection of Angus replacement females in a commercial breeding operation, complementing other sources of information and selection methods for your heifers. It's available to Angus Australia members in collaboration with genotyping partners at Zoetis and Nege in Australasia, and it retails for around $40 to $45 per heifer, depending on the lab and the sample type you're using. So more specifically to Angus Heifer Select Generation 2, it provides really four key sources of information to allow precision of Angus selection uh, in our heifers. The four being genetic predictions for 13 traits uh, that are commercially relevant across our maternal, growth, feed intake, carcass and resilience traits. It also has overall values based on selection indexes for cow-calf value, feedlot carcass value and total breeding value. And those have a simple, easy interpret star rating as well in relation to the total breeding value. A new add-in feature is Angus Breedcheck, which is a genomic breed composition prediction as well. And we provide that on all our Angus Heifer Select animals in generation two. And importantly, it also includes and remains to include our sire assignment. And that allows us to really look and see what heifers those sires are by if we have a genotype sample on those sires as well. So in a nutshell, what's changed from generation one to generation two? So basically we have more genetic predictions for more traits and for new traits. Uh, we've gone from nine traits in generation one to th 13 traits in generation two. We've also updated our overall values uh, based on selection index theory, and it includes new economic modeling underpinned by current day production parameters, uh, which, which really underpins those overall values. And importantly, it includes Angus Breedcheck, inclusion of our genomic based breed prediction, as I already said. So getting into a little bit more detail on what Generation 2 includes, the first thing is those genetic predictions for 13 traits, covering maternal growth, feed intake, carcass and resilience traits. 
They're provided on an easy to interpret zero to 100 scale. So all the traits are based on a zero to 100 scale in, in related to a reference population of animals. And the higher number means more from that trait through genetics. Importantly, our genetic predictions are based on a large Australian focused reference population. So it's really is designed for Australian Angus cattle in Australian conditions. More specifically, some of the traits that we've now included uh, compared to generation one to generation two includes our feedlot traits, average daily gain and, and daily feed intake. Uh, we've also included a resilience trait uh, based on immune competence and immune index work with CSIRO, which really is an under, underpinning by the strength of an animal's immune system taken at weaning. And we've also converted one of our carcass traits from intramuscular fat to MSA marbling score, which is obviously the commercially relevant trait. The other important part of information we now include in Generation 2 of Angus Heifer Select is work we've been undertaking with Abacus Bio, who are really global leaders in the development of livestock selection indexes. They've done it globally across the world, and we've utilised their skills to help us develop relevant indexes in the Angus Heifer Select product. And that allows us to put together a selection indexes, we calling overall values for cow-calf value, feedlot carcass value, and total breeding value with a star rating attached to that. And as said previously, that's based on selection index, economic modelling, and current day pr production parameters, which is important. Uh, we encourage you to look, look for more information on those indexes to see what, where the weighting are for certain traits that we have in this uh, available in genetic predictions. The other important information we've included in this product is our breed check, Angus breed check. And this is also based on work we've been doing with CSRA over the past 12 months. And this is the first time we've released this information is via our Angus Heifer Select product. And what it does is a genomic-based system that estimates breed composition from 11 breeds in the reference population, including Angus, obviously. And we really focus on the Angus content. What percentage Angus content is this animal compared to non-Angus? And we also provide further information to break down breed groups. So that particular heifer, what percentage is British, Indicus, Euro, and other breeds, including Wagyu and Holsteins? So why is this important? Well, it's important because the genetic predictions we provide are really based on a Angus reference population. So the genetic predictions do provide the best information for Angus heifers, obviously. Saying that, the Angus breed check information on, a light, on itself is also important. Some people have used that and will use that in their own selections. Is this a high content or uh, an Angus heifer compared to a heifer that it looks black but might have something else in it and use that in their selection decisions? The other important information which carries over from generation one, have selected generation two, is we'll do DNA-based sire assignment uh, to all of our heifers where we can. So that means we need obviously a DNA sample on the sire to do our, to do our uh, verification of who that sire is. Obviously that information is useful, particularly in a commercial situation where you may never know that information, who those sires are, but we can do it through DNA and particularly important in commercial situations where you might be multiple side joining and you're not sure who those heifers are by and that'll help us hone in with that extra information. The Angus Heifer Select information is also importantly available through a powerful decision support tool via Angus Tech. The results are all available to view, interrogate, report and analyse through this easy to use Angus Tech interface. So one thing is about providing good information but we also provide a system that allows you to utilise that information heavily, interrogate it, report it, download it and use that in your selections really easily. To conclude, Angus Heifer Select is being used today to assist Angus cattle breeders and is seeing exponential growth in its application across Australia and New Zealand. To date, 
We've seen 57 Angus producers using Angus Heifer Select, totaling just under 20,000 Angus Heifers and cows. We invite you to join the growing number of producers using Angus Heifer Select to meet the goals of your Angus beef breeding business. Angus Australia hit the road recently to speak to Fraser James, a commercial producer utilising the Angus Heifer Select technology. Fraser and Pam James have owned Guy Fawkes Station since 2004, with their commercial Angus operation due to carve down 700 females this year, with approximately 520 cows and 180 heifers. The 960 hectare property located at Ebor, 85 k's east of Armidale, on the eastern fall of the New England Tablelands, is acidic basalt soils with a 1200mm average annual rainfall, mainly spring-summer dominant. In this chat, we discussed Fraser's operation, his use of Heifer Select, and how he utilises it in their breeding program. Let's hear from Fraser now. My name's Fraser James. We're at Guy Fawkes Station at Ebor in New South Wales. My wife and I bought Guy Fawkes in 2004. Guy Fawkes is 960 hectares, about 2,400 acres. Uh, we're on the eastern fall of the New England Tableland, 85 k's east of Armidale. We've got fairly reliable rainfall, sort of average around 1,200 mils rainfall, spring and summer dominant. The property's mostly sown down to uh, improve varieties, fescue, coxfoot, bromes, various clovers and uh, herbs. We run a rotational grazing program. The property's divided up into 74 paddocks. The cows are set stocked during calving but then once the calves have been marked they start uh, going round on a rotation and uh, all the young cattle stay on that rotation until they're sold. We run a commercial Angus herd. Um, the program here is to uh, carve down about 700 females a year, roughly 520 cows and about 180 heifers. Our primary market is uh, the long-fed um, feeder market so all our steers go up to uh, Rangers Valley at Glen Innes and we've got a great relationship with them. Uh, and we sell our surplus heifers, mostly PDIC, uh, and they seem to sell well either to uh, Angus uh, breeders or uh, people looking for uh, high marbling um, cows for uh, an F1, Wagyu F1 operation. So that's basically the operation. The steers will stay here until sort of 15, 16 months of age and then go off into, a, uh, into the feedlot for 270 days at around 500 kilos when they leave the property. Uh, and the heifers are somewhere a little bit lighter than that when we sell them PDIC around that Christmas New Year time as well. Balance is the key. Um, we don't want elephants. I'm not trying to breed uh, for excessive growth. So we want curve benders that uh, carve easily, start off small, grow rapidly and then stop growing. Um, given we're, uh, we're after that high marbling uh, feeder market, it's basically marbling, eye muscle area, uh, growth, um, we obviously want cows that are going to calve easily and that uh, fertility is paramount with the cows and you've got to have good cows before you get good steers. And so that really suits us. We've been doing that for a long time now. Uh, feedlots are happy, we're happy. Um, and, and, but basically it's balance and that's what we get out of our genetics that we're sourcing. We join our cows late spring, early summer. Uh, for two months of the year, just naturally uh, mated. Um, I don't single sire mate just to uh, try and avoid risk of failures from the bulls. Uh, and then all our heifers go through a, a fixed time AI program. Uh, they'll be AI'd uh, at the start of October every year. 
and then backup bulls go in 10 days later for six weeks. Uh, so uh, uh, it's, it's really good having all those heifers that do conceive to AI calve down over a couple of weeks. You've got them done and dusted and they're ready to go then for their second calf again. So we started uh, looking at Heifer Select back in about 2018 uh, when the first article started coming out in the, uh, in the press. Uh, I contacted Lockie AU, but uh, Zoetis is the genetics, the genomics um, man over there at Zoetis uh, and spent oh, the best part of two years probably talking to Lockie um, just about it. I really didn't understand it and it took me a fair while to get my head around it and to be fair we also had the fires and the drought to contend with so it got put on the back burner there for a fair while. Uh, we pulled the trigger in 2020 so we, we started uh, on sampling our, our 2019 Q heifers uh, and we're up to our third year now. We've just started sampling our S heifers that were born last spring uh, as they've been coming in for their booster shots post weaning. We don't progeny test um, and uh, I don't single sire mate. So the benefits I'm getting or hopefully getting out of Heifer Select is that I'm getting sire identification information and that's valuable to me. And I'm also getting predictive data on uh, a number of traits, uh, which is very useful to me now. You know, I know it's got its limitations. Accuracy is certainly one of them, but accuracy is an issue also with um, traditional uh, progeny testing and EBVs. Uh, and I've really got no interest and no desire to go down that road now of starting to collect EBVs um, and, you know, spend two months of the year uh, trying to find newborn calves to weigh and tag and identify and that sort of stuff. So uh, for us, it was just another objective tool that we could use that's going to give us some predictive data. You know, obviously, our traditional way of selecting heifers was basically to weigh them, look at them, assess their structure, uh, and then uh, we join those ones that we liked and that were heavy enough to join. Um, this gives us an opportunity early on in the season at weaning time to get all that data together and then really target those heifers that um, are, are highly scored uh, and, and push them along over the winter so that they've got the best chance of, uh, of conceiving when we join them in October. So for us, it's just another tool uh, to hopefully try and eliminate the the uh, underperformers on the female side. We're, I'm very confident on the uh, on the bull side that we're getting the right genetics. The steers are performing in the feedlot, our cows are performing, um, and it's really just about trying to narrow down the underperformers on the female side, and this is one way of hopefully achieving that. Well, we're three years in, so I've got no idea if this is working or not. Um, you know, the data, the trials all show that it's accurate um, and that it's, uh, we're getting predictive data and that it works. Uh, we know genomics works. Um, I'm confident that as long as the Anchor Society and its partners continue with the R&D, then hopefully the technology gets better over time. Um, you know, I'm prepared to just back this until uh, such time that either we, we establish that we're not getting sufficient data, predictive data with the, you know, sufficient accuracy or that um, you know, something comes along and, and for some reason the, the program dies. But it seems to be getting stronger. It seems to be like more people are using it. Um, we're certainly very happy to continue along with it and, and uh, see where we end up. And, and I'm confident that as long as uh, you know, we just keep doing all the little things right, um, that the long term it'll, it'll all work out in the end. We're, we're three years in. Um, our results so far, we've only got one uh, mob of wieners on the, on the ground. Uh, the ones that are actually around us now, 
um, from uh, those heifers that we tested back in 2020. Um, and the scores range from 15 to 96, and we're averaging around 55 on a total breeder value score, and that's been consistent for the last couple of years um, against you know the average uh, from the reference population of 50. So we've got a decent cow herd. Um, I'm under no illusions that you know high scores of 96 mean we're, we're breeding the near perfect animal. I mean it doesn't work like that. I realise, um, but our our uh, process is we. Anything that scores 65 or over, and as long as she's got marbling and eye muscle and no uh, obvious faults, she stays, she gets joined. Uh, the others will get joined, but we'll sell them. I still don't know much about it, but I know a lot more thanks to Lockie than I did five years ago. Um, and I've read a lot about genomics, uh, you know, things like the steer select program that's being developed and, and the commercial feedlot trials that I think are now uh, started there. They look very promising. The data that I've seen so far uh, looks very promising. So that seems to me to be another angle there um, that really could be uh, be very useful for a lot of commercial producers, um, including ourselves. Uh, but it's just new technology and, and you've just got to, uh, you know, do your homework and, and read as much as you can and, and ask as many questions as you can and then take that leap of faith that um, that uh, you know the science works, um, all the data and research shows that it does work and accept the limitations that are around it at the moment and hope that uh, the technology improves as time goes by. If you're a commercial Angus producer and you're not progeny testing and you're looking for more predictive tools to help you with your heifer selection then certainly I'd encourage you to, to take a look at it and see if it fits your program. The program itself is really easy, the sampling is dead easy, it's idiot proof as long as you follow the instructions uh, and uh, you know the Angus Society does a great job in terms of uh, uh, hosting all your data there on their servers. It's all there on the website and you've got all the analytical tools and research uh, and reports that you can access there to, uh, to look at your data. So it is a really easy way of getting some data um, on your replacement heifers that you don't have now. And that brings us to the end of today's episode. Thanks again to all of our listeners for tuning in for another one. Further information on Angus Heifer Select Generation 2 can be accessed via the Angus Australia website in the Angus Heifer Select module on the Angus Education Centre or the available Angus Heifer Select brochure. For further questions about Angus Heifer Select, please contact Angus Australia on 02 or contact Zoetis Animal Genetics or Neogen Australasia. That's all we have time for. Make sure you subscribe, rate and review the podcast and follow Angus Australia and Angus Youth Australia on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and LinkedIn. Thanks again and we'll catch you on the next one.